some documentaries they just start with weird like b-shot stuff like the guy walking into the mic lighting or the room coming down and hitting in the head with some awkward moments <laughs> that's how they do it in like netflix now well where you can see the the boom mic and shit yeah i mean all the parts they usually cut out oh yeah or like the your old original wu-tang video where they still left all the numbers and letterings and stuff in oh like yeah one thought it looked was unfinished well you know a lot about wu-tang don't you I like a little hip hop. Little hip hop's good. A little bit. A little bit. I think you like it a lot, though. We got the Wu Tang Clan in today. Actually, Ooh. one of the oh. ga- one of the gangs is uh, yeah I named him the Wu Tang. Oh yeah, I forgot. He's mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he told me about that. Yeah, that's funny. Wu Tang Clan. This is the Comic Zone. I'm Mike. I'm Bill. I'm I'm a guest today. My name's Ben Ledford. You're yeah. more than just a guest. Yeah, you, we, we don't we don't have guests. You don't have guests. No, we have we have like fellow co-hosts. Part yeah. of the team. Yeah, yep. a dysfun- dysfunctional misfit you're, clan. You're of You're going to be teaching us. Nerds. All right. So we're gonna <clears throat> you're gonna show us a little bit about the this game here. Uh, what's that called? Yeah. So I was invited. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a fellow hobbyist, into in, in a little bit of the comics, into into some some board games. Um, I'm I was invited to demonstrate a game called Necromunda, produced by Games Workshop. So it's a United United Kingdom company. Mm-hmm. Um, they produce more of your uh, high end rules, adult style gaming. Um, the the big go to game that they play is uh, Warhammer 40k, mm-hmm. right? Some of you guys are probably familiar with Warhammer and Age of Sigmar. This is one of the offshoot games that they uh, produce. It's sen- settings more like a not so much sci fi space, but um, it, like in comparison to Warhammer 40k, you know, it's kind of their universe. It's are they in the same? Yeah, They're so. Necromunda is one of the worlds in that universe. Um, it's huge. You know, you can dabble into Warhammer for weeks, right? It's be, a fucking rabbit hole, huh? Yeah, it'd be like, uh, you know, they created a universe, Star Trek, Star Wars, Warhammer, you know, bunch of history. <laughs> but um, this is this is one of the worlds that, that's kind of in their universe, their realm. It's called Necromunda. It's uh, Latin for Dead World. It's apocalyptic. Mad Max meets you know new new Judge Dread, not Stallone Judge Dread. Right, right. But that's kind of the setting. Um, you got hierarchy. You have guilds uh, that you can put alliances with. You have um, the upper higher houses, essentially the one percent, right? Mm-hmm. And then from there you have um, you know the the hive, the hive city, big hab blocks, big uh, big ash wastelands outside the city limits. You know, they've got the you got people in the in the wastelands. 
running around. You got gangs and groups there, but it's run by the um, the upper one percent, and then all the subsidiary gangs and guilds, and they they all kind of work for power to move themselves up. The game itself is played um, horizontally as well as vertically. It's it's a three dimensional game. You build terrain. Um, it's all measured in inches and distance. It's not squares. It's it's very um, rusted, broke down, steampunk setting as well. <coughs> um, yeah, you got a model here set up. Pretty yeah, elaborate. Yeah, you got the... So there's layers, different... Like, yeah, apocalyptic, rustic, bone down ladders, some wall, buildings all falling down and... So you go up, down. Yeah, so you're saying it's three dimensional in inch, inches, and in, in that degree too. Yeah, as as for like uh, shooting aspects or scenarios, everything's line of sight, right. measured in distance and weapon with inches. Right, each weapon has its own characteristics, and each each point value, each character is essentially has a credit value based on you know gear yeah, and tactics. Like when I played with you, so like you had um, each. So you have little figures, like in Warhammer, and then you kind of, at the beginning, we like set up our characters wherever we wanted to on the board. Um, and then those are your starting position, like, you know what I mean? Or, you know, but I'm t- telling Bill. But, uh, and then each character has um, their own card with their own abilities and stuff, and then stats, and so it's very much like, like a... RPG in that way? Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd say it'd be... Um, there's definitely role-playing characteristics. If it's if it was a video game, I'd, I'd compare uh, the character-building, team-building aspects of it more like a Mass Effect. Okay, um, yeah. You know, you, you can control your team, right? And, and as you have your gang, right, that's made up of X amount of credits per match, but each one of those characters is its own name, um, own point value, own, own own skills that they occur through the campaign. Um, the game. So the campaign is not to cut you off, but like explain that real quick. So the game can be played in in two settings: one where it's just a one-off deathmatch style skirmish, capture the flag, whatever, between you and a couple other gangs, or just you know two people head to head, or the game shines as a campaign where you would play over eight matches, four and four, right? Halftime in the middle at some point. It's a reset. All your people kind of come out of recovery. People level up, move up, right? Because as, as the game pro- progresses, you would start with a thousand credits. Okay. And um, of of the game, you have essentially eight eight gangs to pick from in the beginning, who all kind of hold their own strengths and weaknesses right the um i think let's just name a couple of them the ones that i brought tonight um the escher the girl gang they are all girls Mm -hmm. you know if if there are males there are only suitable for procreation and and essentially black widow of the world right gotcha Uh, no big deal you know um they over you know thousands of years right because you know this planet's old right forty thousand easy and um you know history is often lost in you know within a couple centuries right so they um 
they produce from the vegetation and other various chemicals that are that are found on the planet um, drugs, right? Steroids, okay. steroids for people, or you want to get higher, you want to kill people with cyanide, essentially, right? Yep. And uh, with this gang, they they mainly rely on um, toxin, right? They shoot shoot people with you know needles and whatnot, or they'll scratch you. Oh, they're so knives, stilettos, right? They're poison, poison blades. Yeah, right um, over there, Bill. Yeah, just dropping shit. <laughs> they uh, dropping my phone. Yeah, the the underhive itself, you know, it's it's got its own economy, right? So in the campaign, um, you know, you accumulated credits from from uh, holding territories, right? At the campaign, you would, uh, depending on how many people are playing, you would start out with. Three, four, four territories that all produce monetary value, income, or, or some some positive attribute mm-hmm. to your gang. Well, they can sell drugs, right, to to the other gangs that are in the game, right. You can purchase them from them. I can make monetary value. Some of them are, you know, hype you up. Okay, so just to pause. So when you say like other gangs, do you mean like other players? No. So in in a campaign, you know, you would you would represent a house and. Um, the Eshers would be the House of Blades, and they are a gang, right? They kind of run the streets. Mm-hmm. They uh, protect their territories, and, and they raise money for the, the house, the 1% that they kind of represent. The other gangs that you would compete against, everybody brings a gang. Um, the other two that I brought were the Delac and the uh, Vansar, both which have their own attributes that would be different than... Um, yeah, sure, right. You kind of got like average Joe stats for certain certain groups. Oh. You know what I mean? You just got the 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 regular guy, or you got the guy that's slow and he's really strong. The warrior barbarian style groups. Um, so you can have like a DPS guy, a uh, tank, and and uh, what like support characters even. Yep. So in this game, um, you can start. You start out with uh, leaders. And then you have you know your your champions or your 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 second in in, in line or um, power to you, and then uh, you would have juves and prospects throughout a campaign. Each character that carries their own name, their own point value, their own gear, um, they have the ability to progress. Now, all in different different ways, right? You know, leaders would progress differently than than juveniles would be. Um, you have the opportunity to expand your gangs. You know, your groups, your miniatures that you you use um, at the end phase of each game. You see who wins. You get your rewards. And then um, you spend your money on what you're going to get. And this is like one game's like one night of playing, right? And then so like a campaign is done over how long? Um, You know, it would be essentially eight meetings. Right, or eight. So, eight like eight nights? Yep, eight nights. And then... Um, can they be longer? Yeah, I mean, you can you can continue this game on. They originally released this game in 96, um, I believe. In 96, um, I, was, I was exposed to it through a good friend of mine. His father was into Warhammer. That was, mm. you know, like the bread and butter still to this day for, for Games Workshop and their universe. Okay. But I was enamored. By dude, look at this train. Look at look at look at what this guy built. Look at you know this game that you can play. Well, yeah, this. I mean, the setups are pretty crazy. This board is 
small, right? It's like not you brought little a little bit. Yeah, I brought uh, 18, 18 by twenty four. The the map um, can go anywhere between you know eighteen by twenty four, twenty four by twenty four to four foot four by six. Yeah, just be huge. Be huge, huge, huge gangland fights um, between groups over objectives and. As as you progress through the campaign, there's multiple scenarios. It's and 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 there's story behind the scenarios, right? Because it's kind of your your job as the arbiter of the the campaign is to to finesse a story as you continue to progress through the underhive, right? Like this this area that these these people live under squalor or squalor, and you have um you have bounty hunters that you can hire under your team, you know, guys that as you get get more credits you can you can get a bounty and you can pick up and, and let's say you kill the leader or that you take their leader out of action um for that that game that that night mm. you'd get more credits and you know so you can hire anything you want to develop or build they've they've built rules to do it so when you go into like character development a video game it's done like oh i'm just gonna pick this is what they get and it's pretty easy and so you're so you're saying the scenarios you pick throughout a campaign kind of need to mesh together to make a cohesive story. I think um, yes, yes, it'd be it's it's good to add that characteristic. But each each time you go to play a match, you roll off. It's randomized. You know what's kind of going to happen. So, I mean, you can create your own scenarios. Let's just say, um, you know, Gang A wants to uh, raid Gang B's settlement. Right, and this is so. Is there like a dungeon master kind of role? So you know that that crosses into, I guess the arbiter would be like a dungeon master, right? But I'm not. That's what I was thinking. I'm not quizzing people into rooms, right? So oh. you, you just you're just there to kind of take the game along, not to overtell yeah. the story. Is that you no? Know, you you don't. I mean, it's it it gives you role playing characteristics as for character development and building characters. So you can be right? an arbiter and a player at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, but so you know they have the they have cops or enforcers, right? That that run the city and and they add a good um, aspect to what would be the storytelling, right? Oh, you got two gangs and then the third guy's kind of controlling the area, right? You officer. start your scenario and then, like you said, you're rolling on randomizing on what happens in in that game. Mm-hmm. So you're like, we want to do this, but this happens in the mean, like while can we. Try playing a little or do some like scenarios or well, something. Yeah, yeah like, abs- absolutely. Show us how to how you would like set a game up. Tell us about what you got too. It's a um describe so, to our listening audience. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> so listen, what what we have is um, you have plastic terrain. Essentially, it's it can be built as as high as you'd like. But this this setup that that I brought tonight is um, six inches tall. You know, any one, any one of the towers, you have bridges that, that cross. It's, it's you know, glued and, and painted and built and rusted effects, um, broken pipes. And and you painted all this? Yeah, you, I, ca- you, I, I built all of it, right? Like, uh, COVID's got a guy down, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying, to, trying to fix my, my plastic... Uh, my plastic addiction is difficult in, in the shipping world, right? Because everything gets produced in the UK. Right. And so... You know, you got to pre-order certain stuff, or you probably won't ever get it. Or you're Are playing you melting down plastic bottles, and <laughs> that's that's what this is right here. Uh, Burning tires in the backyard. Yep, 
Got, got to get the supplies. You know, you work construction, you find all kinds of little things. Oh, yeah. I, I did that for a while where, where when I was building terrain to, to play the game, I became like this trash monger. Like taking <laughs> like, all the PVC? Dude, I'm an electrician by trade, right? Yeah, so, you can get you know all what I mean? Yeah. Wires and hoses and bullshit, <laughs> everything. So, you know, you... <laughs> hey, you're recycling. You know, Conduit right? Conduit galore. I had totes of shit and my wife was like, look... That's enough. Uh, she's pretty supportive, <laughs> you know. Um, oh. Anyways. What doesn't so fit what, inside this bin must be thrown out. Yeah, not so... <laughs> I, I, was, I was willing, you know. I mean, I, I realized that there was... You get these these creative ideas, you know, you're building terrain mm-hmm. uh, to, to, you know, play play this game. I used to play a lot of video games every day, all the time. You know, I thought I was pretty good. And... uh Mostly first-person shooters, you know, but my little one was when she was born and she got to the age of, uh, you know, wanting to see what that controller was all about. You don't get to hit pause right? in video games. And um, so I supplemented. The, they re-released this game in 17 after, you know, it had run for 10 years before and multiple updates and re-releases. Every quarter they released something new to it, you know, new scenarios new weapons, new new gangs, new whatever, new campaigns. So they've got about three different compa- campaigns that you can run um, that have different different playability, right? I'm sure there's fan-made campaigns too, huh? Yeah, there's like a couple. a shitload of that. Yeah, there's, you know, it's um, there's a lot of people out there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, of our 7 billion or some odd crazy number that we, we have in this world now, um, you know, you there's not a lot, right? <laughs> there's there's five hundred thousand, or you know, five hundred thousand, or you know, fifty thousand people or something that play it because it's it's a time vested game. It is, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, when it comes to uh, painting or building terrain, or you know, you want your guys to look fresh when they're out there. It's a whole fucking hobby. It's a hobby, you know, and and so I could hit pause on this hobby, mm-hmm. you know, for my kid and. Um, you know, maybe develop some healthy habits, right? Like, um, you know, before I used to purchase video games and I'd have them. Now they were like digital downloads and there was nothing that I could touch. You know, mm-hmm. there was nothing substantial and that's one of the positives of what, you know, you create, right? I get to create this thing, I get to see it and it's it stays. You know, not that I need my kid smashing around with my totes of trash and terrain when I'm dead and gone, but... Right. You know, I don't get my $5,000 back on all of this digital downloaded shit that I've purchased over all the years, and now Netflix streams it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Pound, pound sand. So I play this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Real yeah. sand. Yeah. Hey, it's- they could eat shit, man. I mean, the amount of money that I spent on movies on my Xbox in the past, right? That it's like, oh, cool, now I could just stream all this stuff. Like, like for free, yeah. Yeah. I'd rather spend, you know, 15 or 20 or 45 or whatever on multiple streaming platforms instead of spending 20 every Friday, yeah. right? What's the new release? You know what I mean? Friday night, you know, so you dropped money over the years. and I mooch off my mom for most of my streaming. Dude, I like to hustle mine out a little bit, you know what I mean? You can, <laughs> you know, the daughter, the, the oldest, she might need something, you know, so chores are real, right? Hey, what are you going to do? Okay, you get the password, but she exploits that anyway, so it's good. Kids are cool. Um, pumping my mic. So, uh, 
yeah, the game it's it's elaborate. It's it's Games Workshop's um, probably most elaborate game that they produce when it comes to rules and There's a lot. characters. Like, I tried playing one night. My son ended up getting sick, and I couldn't really hang out for too long. But it was a lot. Yeah, it's it, definitely a lot, and. It was. It's fun though. It, what I would describe it as, like for me, I thought it was something akin to like playing a, a first-person shooter in slow motion. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I I would agree with that. I mean, <clears throat> there's some tactics to it. Um, Definitely takes adds to yeah the tactics thing. You're able to really think about what you're doing because like around. Is like everybody doing their turn and making their move, which is like moving your guy wherever, mm-hmm. and th- that's it. Like, yep. and then you you or you shoot at each other, and it it is very it, it's slow paced. It uh, it takes some turns. They they have some mechanics in the game that kind of um, help speed the process up for you know the game not to last forever. They they've got a bottle out rule in there where if you've got some inj- characters that have been taken out of action or seriously injured maybe your gang's just scared right so you kind of got to roll and, and see if they stay in the fight or not right and then, and so it's called bottling out and at the end of each kind of phase you'll see how that kind of works you know yeah. um you know let me get let me get a couple things here okay yeah and uh, we'll we'll start rolling right it's, it's a dice game yeah we'll give it a couple rolls just to show us what it's about so have you guys watched well i guess you don't watch tv but (laughs) have you guys watched peacemaker not yet dude i watched the first episode last night that's so fucking funny dude god damn i wish you would need to watch it so we can talk about it yeah a lot of people have already said that i should be watching it so it's super funny so you have to decide if my wife wants to watch it. If she wants to watch it, then I have to wait till we're both can. Otherwise, oh. then if she doesn't, then I can go yeah, binge and do whatever. Is uh, she texts me right now. <laughs> R2. Yep. Yeah, it's a great show. You guys need to watch it. It's super funny. Yeah, he was parading around his whitey tidies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the guy, the guy's out of control. Well, man. just the so opening I'd... sequence, they're uh, like, they're like uh, dancing. All the people you've seen, well, you, <laughs> dude, the dancing is so fucking funny. Like, yeah, they should. They definitely uh, push the push the boundaries, man. It's pre- it's pretty good. It's <laughs> HBO too, so. I'm like, so I'm gonna just cut that out right here. All right, I got a couple things set up here. All right, is that better? Kind of, yeah. I'm gonna have to stand up. It was just super loud. All right, so we're all set up. So what we're going to do first, uh, essentially, when you, when you would go to play a game, 
you'd roll off to see who who kind of deploys their team from opposite or their gang from opposite sides, right? To see who goes first. Mm-hmm. Um, just for you know, kind of courtesy's sake here, Mike. Get a dice. Okay. Any dice will yeah. do. Any dice. Well, it's just a regular one. All right. Yeah, there you go. You're good. Well. That's a six. It's got that on it. So what are we going to do? We're going to roll for priority to kind of pick which gang you want and then uh, our deployment side. Are you going to do? Are you going to roll, Bill? Sure. Well, you better get in this man. Get a die. You're going to die. Doesn't matter which color you choose. We each get our own color. Nah, it doesn't matter. We're just rolling for black dye. Yeah, so the, much noise this episode. And the table's going to be like a giant microphone where we've got the dice. <laughs> so like when we roll it, we'll, <laughs> You're just so gonna it's going to be it. like we're we all, should roll on the book. Be an ex- <laughs> no, we, let's try it on the table once. It might be part of the experience. That's not oh, too there, bad. There uh, that's not not terrible. Except it bounces really well. <clears throat> What'd you get? I don't know. I didn't, it fell off the table. Okay, so here we go. You got a one. I got a one, so not a fucking damn thing. Yeah, that's shit roll. Five. Cinco. <laughs> that's a shit roll. Thanks, buddy. Three. All right. All right, so... So, Bill, you'd go first. You pick pick which gang you want. You he know, wants, we, we would pick this girls. beforehand. You want the girls? Yeah, I'll go with the chicas. Yeah. All right. Rename it the Linda Lindas. So you're going to go ahead and just deploy <laughs> them on whatever edge you want within three inches. And, and you can be on top of terrain or whatever, but, you know, three inches in. Three inches. He's familiar with that. <clears throat> Three inches of each other. That yeah, you can put them put them right next to each other, wherever. Yeah. Yeah, that'll work. Sweet. All right, I'm gonna pick uh, the Vansar, the uh, the Wu Tang Clan. That's what I named them. The Wu Tang. Yeah. So you got uh, a the RZA, the Jizza, you know, Method Man. They're doing it. No and good, then, so no you, you're stuck space. with the Delac, uh, and they're good. They're good. They're a good gang. They they broker in secrets, right? They kind of sell I- I information, um, and and they're psychic. They got like ward powers, you know. And then the uh, Vance are their their tech team. They're slow, um, but they shoot really well. Okay. You know, but they're not a. They're your weak. They're your shooter team, right? In in the role playing world. Let me see. Uh... I'm just gonna deploy all my characters in one area here. Yeah, just toss mine like right up on that fucking tower over there on the top. Yeah. All right, Bill. Because because you went first, you get to um, you get a you get to activate a character every time. Every time that we're going to. Um, we're going to take turns activating characters. You'll go first, I'll go second, Mike goes third. Yeah, we'll do like a turn or two here. So basically the mechanics of what you've got going on is you'll activate a character, and your character has a list of, of 
actions they can take. Some are single, some are double, and, and you can't do two singles. Basics are simples is, is what they call them, basic simples and doubles mm-hmm. um, actions together. So you can do a simple and a basic. You know, you can do a simple and a simple, but you can't do basic, basic. Uh, that would be like shooting. That's an action. Um, for, I guess, you, you'll be able to pick any one of your characters, and you can move and shoot. Right? Mm-hmm. We can just kind of simple it up. You can move and shoot. Each character has a distance that they get to shoot. Um, if you pick one, which character would you like to move? Right, so and this which one, one front here. Yeah. So she's she can shoot from there? How she, She's got to operate a line of sight, right? So as the model's facing away, she would have to turn to face, and then she can shoot at any any one of them. Um, but to make the shot, let's say, in the character that's in the back, you have to make a check to see if you are you can make that shot. You're within you'd have range to shoot the, the closest person, you know what I mean? That's, yeah. Right. But so we're like, we're just kind of quick doing this here. So, we're not going to so like... What would she need to do to shoot? Yeah, she can turn. Turn and then she can, uh, yep, there you go. And then she can call the shot. So like, like this dude in the center there. Right. So if you want to shoot the guy in the, the, the center, you want to make a cool check? Bag of dice? Uh, yeah, where's the, oh, I got him. Your character is going to have a cool characteristic, right? She's got to make sure that, uh, you know, she's, she can make that shot. So it's going to be two dice. And you rolled a nine, and, and on her character card, her cool her cool uh, characteristic is an eight plus, so she can make the shot. So she's gonna take the shot. You got to roll one dice, and she's shooting her shotgun. She rolls a four. The character's ballistic skill is a four. So she, dang fucking. So she hits she hits character right, but it doesn't mean that he's been hurt or wounded, essentially yet. Right now the character's prone. What happens now is since she shot with the shotgun. You're going to take that that gun's um, strength, mm-hmm. right, in comparison to my character's toughness. My character's toughness is three. The shotgun is a strength three. And you will have, since they're equal, my toughness, the weapon strength is equal. You're rolling on a four, five, or six because that's half of the dice, right? One, two, and three, you fail. Four, five, and six, you win because they're even. Mm-hmm. You know, if it was lower or higher, then it kind of changes the, the the rolling modifier. So you're wanting to roll a four, five, or six so to I'm, see so if I you roll hit. again. Yep, roll again, and you miss. So the character just somebody shot. Snake eyes. <laughs> yep, yeah, you missed. You got the one. Uh, she shot, but she missed. Hit the ground. Scared the character. Character's pinned. Right. <clears throat> It'll be my turn. Um, I should have put my people closer since we're trying to do this quick. <laughs> They're up there. They can shoot though, because you know each weapon has a characteristic, right? Mm-hmm. For how long they can shoot a short, short, short distance, long distance, in a modifier. If you know you're in range or you're you're not, right? Sniper rifle. If they're far away, then you get a better shot. You know that up close. But yeah. if you got a pistol, better up close, right? Um, all right. Well, I'm going to aim and shoot. Right. That's both my actions. Mm-hmm. I'm going to aim, which gives me a positive modifier on my weapon. I'm going to shoot with my leader, melt a gun at your character. Um, we're within range. It's distance is 12 inches. You'd measure. I'm within range. He's actually I taking hit. out a tape measure. Yeah, that's how you move. No, you that's how to. you move in the game, right? Yeah. Because when you move, each character has inches, 
of, of an action, right? If, if, if I wanted to move, take a move action to move my character behind cover or whatever the case may be, um, that character's movements is four inches. And it's not four little square inches. It's as And like cover flies. and everything matters too, right? Yep. If your character's in cover, you get a modifier for that. Mm-hmm. You know, plus one, plus two. Um, so I'm going to take a shot. My character, because um, they're advanced, are they? They're better at shooting. Plus, you're up close. Plus, I aimed. My character is anything but a one, right to hit you. And I roll a one. <laughs> right. So this is this is the probability of the game that, that, that draws things out. So I'm done. I burnt my action. Um, you can group activate too, right? Like if I was and my leader, hey, you two are coming with me. So we you can activate three characters at once. Um, or if you're, you know, you're lieutenant or whatever, hey, one of you guys is coming with me, you know, for the best term, right? I mean, they're not lieutenants and generals, but it's gang stuff, so. Right, right. All right, so it's your turn, Mike. <clears throat> um, well, shit, I the can't. Mike is back on the far corner. Yeah, I far fucking corner. put, every, back, I put back him back as far away as. Like, far corner, get, top shelf. Like we're actually it's trying de- to play this. Defensive kind of move. Well, yeah, damn, well, you know. I shouldn't have done that because we're trying to do this quickly. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, so just burn an action, move, move. All right, and let then me you run. Shoot. How far can I move? Uh, they can move five inches. All right, well, so, let's run. Yeah, run him down to the five inches down the bridge there. All right, is he, and he's got a machine gun. Can I? Do you want to make a shot? Yeah, I'll shoot at uh, the closest guy that's standing there. Or maybe I can't. I'll yeah, shoot. Clo- closest guy in line of sight. We'll shoot right? it home. Yeah, that guy. Get the there. back shot. Okay, so. Your character's weapon skill he's going to shoot with his machine gun is, is four. So you got to do a four up. I rolled. Just one. Just one. Five. Yeah. And you hit him. Yeah. Right. So now it's going to be your weapon. Um, roll an ammo dice because it's an automatic. I got gotcha. you. Oh. Just see how many times you hit. Okay. And so this one just doesn't have any numbers on it. It's... Got well, kind of, but it's got it's got little circles, little, little, little holes, explosions. Holes. All right, so you only you only hit once. Um, now it's your weapon strength or uh, strength to my toughness. It's three and three. Mm-hmm. You're gonna roll four, five, four, five, six. Three, just one, just, just one, one dice. Yep. Four up. Oh, so you missed two. Got right. a bunch of fucking. Missing mofos. So, so I'm up. Yep, it's Bill's yep, turn. Bill's turn. And two actions. So like, move would be one action. Yep. Fi- and then aim would be another. It couldn't yeah. be move and fire. You correct. can move and shoot. Move and shoot. I just yep. did. But you can't just like shoot, shoot, right? Because it's two, two of the same. There's, there's rules to let you allow to do it, but you take. You can only do one action per it, turn. Yeah, or you can do one, t- one action, one time per turn. Yeah, well, you have two actions, not to make it too confusing. No, Each turn you can move or you can shoot or you can aim. But you can't do... So aim and shoot is more accurate. Yeah. So you get a little little advantage there to do that. Right. It it makes your your rolling to hit lower, right? So what are my other two characters there? uh, You got Jelena and... and, um, I think it's Alina. Jelena, uh, Jelena and Alina. My character names are great. Um, <laughs> the one's got a, a basically it's a assault rifle. It's called a it's a bolt bolt pistol bolt rifle. 
Okay. Right. And, and it shoots rapid fire and it shoots 24 inches. And so you can shoot anybody that your character would be able to see currently a man shoot. And that's the one that's kind of including she's, your she's own got the whip and partner the in the back there. You can shoot your homies too. Yeah. You, you can shoot your, <laughs> your, your friends too. If they're within an inch of, of the direction of the bullet. Right. If you miss, oh, I missed and shot my friend. Oh, there's, right. there's so, the friendly fire. Oh, I was just fire. fucking around. There's, there's, friendly, there's friendly fire. There's, there's falling, right? Yeah. If you fall from a height, um, then you could, you know, break a leg or die. Right, so. Or if you catch on fire, you can just stay on fire for the rest of the game. Yeah. Nice. Which is what happened to me last time we played this. You didn't say I am the ghost rider or no? No, you eventually, your guy will run off the board. No, no spirit of vengeance card. No. No. It's not good. No. (laughs) No, it's it's bad. The the flame weapons are the better weapons in the game. Or I I guess it's players... uh, you know how how they want to play it, right? Pretty sure it's you that set is me on fire. That's uh no the bolt pistols the the bolt rifles this one here it's it's a combi bolter right it's got a needle rifle that she can shoot toxins and she can shoot her machine gun she got a whip. She's uh she's your leader of the gang, um, and then the rest of them would be just gangers. So I'm gonna just move yep, move her over. And then, do you want to take a shot? Yeah, if I'm in range of the guy on the bridge there. This guy on the bridge, (laughs) yep. And then you're within his vision arc because it's, you know, it's like 90 degrees. Yeah. So uh, you got to roll. Just roll roll one of them. Super fun, dude. Okay, so you you smoked him, right? On both of them. Six and a four. Her characteristic on her weapon, you got to roll the the ammo dice because she's shooting, you know, like an assault rifle. You only hit for one shot. You pinned him. Character's been hit. So now it's toughness, strength of weapon, toughness character, three and three. So and then I roll. Roll one dice, yep. You're looking for four ups. Three. Nothing. It just stays down. So I just knocked. I just knocked. I just knocked Mike's character on the ass and the, on his ass, and that's it. Right. They hit me super well, hard. Well, he more or less he jumped through. to the ground. Right. Somebody so he took a shot or <laughs> something. He's pinned. Right. He stays down, and and it's an action to stand back up. Gotcha. Right. So if I want to stand, I got to stand back up, and then I can't move or I can't just run and shoot. You know. Um, my turn. Yeah. So I'm gonna stand up with Red Man. And he's gonna take a shot. Anybody another need another round? No. Yeah, please. Please, thank you. No BS for me tonight. He's gonna take a shot. He's uh he's within close range, so he gets a modifier. That's an additional, right? He already hits on three because he's a better shot, his team, but they're slower. So now he's hitting on twos. Because I made close range and I'm a better <laughs> bless you. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Five. Trust her. <clears throat> Right, um, it's a rapid fire, and now I got to check for my ammo. So I rolled. I got an ammo dice. That means I might might have run out of ammo, and I'm good. Save the ammo. The character um, I shot her with a short burst. That's kind of one of the characteristics of the shotgun. It's a strength four weapon compared to your weapon. That's a strength three. So now I'm wounding on threes. Mm-hmm. And, and he just fucking. You shot me. Yep, I hit for one. Smoked him. So now what happens is your character eats. She takes a wound, right? She's been shot. 
It's you his can, character. Oh, you can save, right? Okay. Because she has armor, right? But it's a six up. So it's like saving. She's gross. just got like a, a, a shitty piece of tin or whatever, right? But you got to you got to so save. So if I roll it. a six, then it's you saved. saved. You're good. But if you don't, then now you got then you got to roll for wounds, and you don't Two. save. <laughs> That's what you get for shooting at me, Bill. Uh, That's what you everybody. get. So the shotgun does two damage. Gang warfare, crazy ass <laughs> bitches. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's already he's in, in this gang life. Yeah, he's in the gang he's life. About these streets now. Oh yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> so the the shotgun does two damage, right? So that means I'm gonna roll two damage dice, and this is this is how it goes. All right. So I got the skull. That's a six. That means your character's out of action. Now, like, if we were just to play a, a team deathmatch, kind of like what we're doing, uh, you know, the character dies. Fine. But as a campaign, she's just out of action. And at the end of the game, you roll to see if, if she, she survives, if she sustains lasting injuries, or you got to take her to the doctor to get fixed, which would cost you money. Sounds very D and D. Yeah, they have that at the end. At the end of the campaign, or the the match, they have that character development, right? That that RPG style of it. Still with some of the, like the board game style, you know, tactics of, of gangland shooting and and so know. we would just keep doing this until one of the last man standing, in like in this scenario. Yeah, I mean, we would do the this scenario, or or you know, you would just put a other objective markers out there, right? And you can like the one we were playing. So I think we're good uh, as far as that goes. You can sit uh, sit down. But, um, I lost my train of thought. God damn it. Choo choo. What we were playing, we were playing an objective Yeah, style yeah, okay, that was it, yeah. So, like, the one we did, we had to roll on, like, the scenario, and it turned out what, ha- uh, we were doing a, it was a PV, it was a team deathmatch thing, It was too. a cyber, cyber. But uh, we also had a. This side thing where um, one of the people in the game was a cyborg, a death cyborg, right? And at some point they were revealed. I forget how. So if if any any in that scenario, it's it's called the murder cyborg. It's a great it's a great scenario for you know a a three player game, just a pickup game. Um, It kind of makes it interesting. The the victor of the game is the guy that takes out the cyborg, right? Um, but you're essentially all there for to fight over this terrain or whatever the case. Whoever the first person that got wounded, didn't matter what team it was, that character who discloses or shows that it's a cyborg, mm-hmm. right? And um, you know their height and strength, speed, different armor, different stuff, right? And your your objective was to, as a gang, protect yourselves, but take that out. And that's who would have got whoever takes it out, regardless of if you'd lost or you took everybody's stuff or everybody else died, they would be the victor. You know, so they'd yeah. get their their gang would get reputation points for that. And as as you progress through um, you know, your gang's reputation points, you would build them up, right? You buy more stuff and you um at the end of a campaign, you know, whoever's got the best reputation you know, the highest reputation uh, essentially wins. Mm-hmm. There's a couple different campaigns you can play. One of them is, um, you know, in this this dark world, uh, you know. to pull that mic just closer In, in this dark world, you know, in the Underhive, uh, food short, right? So they kind of got like snow piercer, like corpse starch bars, mm-hmm. right, that they're eating. 
you know, and one of the groups, uh, they, they become cannibals, right? But the campaign is, is around the cops in this group. And uh, you fight over territories, but you accumulate meat, and you got to make sure that your characters are all eating before they go into fight and that they'll be good. Um, another one is, is just kind of like this basic. We're, we're shooting for reputation. Who gets the most territories wins. And then... Um, oh, so, these, so these campaigns can add like extra mechanics. Yeah. Like that eating mechanic. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. And I then know, I didn't know that. They have uh, the newest one is the uh, the outcast, the Outlanders. Um, they they require your gang to 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 accumulate materials, right, to build your settlement. So it'd be like you get steel, or you get food, or you get items that you use to build barricades, right, for your your gang hideout. Mm-hmm. And whoever has the the highest point value hideout at the end of the campaign wins, right? Um, which brings you know like a dynamic in where if you're playing a gang, this is your terrain, your settlement that you've built, and, and, can it, you atta- and it fits. Can you attack each other's like during the campaign so you can kind of like break their shit a little bit? And yeah, and that's a way to keep that competitive. Mm-hmm. So somebody doesn't just take an early lead and right smash everybody you're like this is already over so they they've got some mechanics in there for stuff like that too like uh the underdog mechanics that um they give you tactic cards that you can play if you're just you're going up against somebody and you're you're a thousand credits short of what they are if you start your starting gang is a thousand credits and they're you know up to like 2500 worth of characters and equipment mm-hmm. and you got like 800 they'll give you these tactic cards to even the playing field and allow you more characters or to keep the game, you know, fair. Right. You continue to right, be able yeah, to. Yeah. I mean, you got to have that balance. Uh, I mean, in video game, well, a lot of games, they just, excuse me, meta. It's the meta of the game, like the balance in the game. So they'll change that a lot in card games as they, uh, you know, magic and like games like that, they'll, as they update and add cards, they have to like take out like old ones and like kind of rotate new stuff in just to keep the game in balance. And that's kind of what you're, yeah. you're talking about. Is uh, Games Workshop gives you, you know, a beautiful set of tools here to develop whatever whatever game you kind of want it to be. Um, you don't have to stick to the eight gangs that are there. You can you can be creative, and you want whatever kind of gang it is. If it's dwarves, so, so or I can use my Lego minis. One hundred percent Lego mini gang. Yeah, you could you could totally do that. No no big Dude, deal. That's um, because because they give you that that option that 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 character building you know development. put them in Mad Max like yeah, like totally the leather and shit. I've got a few mohawks. And- <laughs> yeah, you're in, man. Oh, dude, and, that uh, would be so awesome. Yeah, you, know, you gotta you gotta take some kind of a negative though for their height. Yeah, I don't know, man. They're probably the same height, huh? They're, they're probably a little taller. Yeah. Oh, well, good. Then we're, we're good. You can bring them. You know, they we're don't just, hide behind. They're giants and- too. Yeah, they'd be a little bigger. They it's all the little smile, their heads, smiley face. <laughs> yeah, yep. scary, no. creepy little dudes in the underhive. So, the game's got a bunch of backstory. Um, there's a bunch of lore behind all of it. You know, you are there like any books, or <coughs> any movies, yeah, books, stuff like that. Um, so Warhammer, they uh, they're good at what they do. 
you know, for when it comes to marketing and mm-hmm. and getting people, uh, you know, addicted to the collecting, right? Co- you know, people like to collect, you know, comic, oh, sure. comics, right? Or games or Legos That's or whatever. That's why we're here. So when you get a taste of, you know, modeling and, and kind of that world, they're good at keeping, keeping you sucked into wanting to buy their stuff. This or, is so much time investment. Just like in this little, I mean, this isn't like little, but and just in the setup you have here, like the board, like how long did it take you to just paint the board? Uh, you know, I'm a pretty busy guy. I like to, uh, I take it in steps. Let's just say it probably... All together time, I bet it was, you know, two weeks worth of hours, right? Like solid hours, you know, sit down and grind it out. Oh, but just that board. So what you what is each step? Oh, uh, so like I was saying, you know, COVID's got a guy down on his his plastic addiction earlier in, in shipping and, and getting products, you know. Um these tiles that, that the board is on, um, you can't get them like anymore. They released them. And if they do re-release them, it's like the UK kind of gets them only uh, first kind of come, first serve. And so I just started molding and casting all of it. So everything that you see here, I mold, I made a mold of their their products. And they'll probably shoot me if they ever hear about it. But <laughs> I don't I don't sell their shit so they can eat hey, it. You're right? not selling it. Hey, man, you know what I mean? These, these plastic junkies out here need their fix. And if I can't get my product, then I have to do something. Yeah, I'm just trying right? to play your game. Inventive, yeah, so I... Uh, I I molded all I made molds of all the products and the pieces and then then I just cast it all in two part two part product so you yeah. know if you guys are looking smooth on products that's where it's at each chip games workshop <laughs> <laughs> so I spent a lot of time I spent a lot I spent a lot of time Mike, Mike drop yeah I, sp- I spent a lot of time trying to Don't figure it, it out because it was never like you want to see it kind of you know I, you could they make it to where you can play it on like flat board tiles you know because the further you um, you progress down in the hive and civilizations built on top of civilizations and you know, whatever, right? Like Lebanon, Bal- Baalbek, right? Civilizations after civilization. Same thing. But you can progress down into the tunnels. And, and you can play it on a flat board, but it your imagination has to come there, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you can't shoot through that because it's not really – it's, yeah. it's a wall. Or, you know, so yeah. to play it in a three-dimensional way, uh, it tastes better. It's more in entry level, huh? Yeah, it's like if you don't really have access to a whole bunch yet. Well, it's because it just takes time and money, dude. And yeah, you know, like if I was to buy just the 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 floor tiles themselves, they sold them in a four pack, and uh, they're one foot by one foot. So like the ones I built, you know, they're various sizes because I have the freedom to. But they're like uh, seventy bucks, right, for two square foot of plastic. And to get it, it's hard. So I just yeah, make your own. Fuck yeah, it well, I just buy gallons of two part plastic and just learn how to do it. Right? So yeah, um, you know, there's a lot of time, but I mean, I watch people. I I'm myself just guilty of it. Like how much time I've wasted trying to accumulate or grind in a video game. I mean, I played I played Destiny like nine hundred some hours the first year, or some stupid shit, <laughs> and then they raced all my stuff a year or two, and I just like, I'm done. I don't even get that back. Yeah. So now I can have something tangible. No. You know, no. And yeah. I'm not anti video game world, but this is this is definitely. Uh, well, it's what you love. Yeah, it's it's definitely funner for me. 
this has always been interesting to me, especially just like you know, you not not only are you, like we we're saying, you not only play the game, but you're hyper invested in it because of you're actually making the game pieces. You paint even when you buy them, you have to paint them, right? Yeah, they come on a sprue like a old old uh, model bo- model car. And yeah, a, and a, you know, so yeah. you pull it out, you clip them all off, clean them up, primer them, oh, and you got to put the little figures together, like. You don't buy the little figure. You have to glue it. Like it comes in a little, like an old yeah, plastic I, model. Yeah, I, you can buy. Uh, they got weapon upgrade packs too, right? So you buy a gang, ten characters. They give you the base stuff, right? And then you can buy the upgrade pack that you know, so you characters don't all have to look the same. Because it's however you want it to be, you know. So you can fit it up. Oh, I want this new character who's going to come in later to be this or. You know, mix and match for what it's worth. But hmm. you build them how you want them, primer them, paint them. And, you know, people have hordes of plastic that's just unpainted. Building models is something people like, you know, but painting takes a lot of time. You know. Well, and they're small enough you'd almost need to be under one of them magnifying glasses. Yeah, they're. Like have one on an arm and just. They're 28 millimeter scale. Um. <coughs> You know, they're about two inches tall, each each of the regular players. But there's other characters in the gang or the game that, you know, as you get better, you can hire brutes on or like they're 40, 40 millimeter scale, bigger characters, bigger, better stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. How's this game different from Warhammer? So this each each character is a singular person, right? Where in Warhammer, they have platoons. That would be like, oh, this is five characters. And they have like single character guys too, but they'd be like, uh, you know, the super boss, you know, and he's he's equal to X amount of platoons. You so know? it's more of a, um, like a military tactics game, right? Yeah, you, know? you you could say that. I mean, it's. Or it's, uh, what, what would, uh, I'm trying to compare it. Like, it's kind Games of, Workshop or Warhammer, definitely. I mean, military tactics. I don't get into Warhammer. No, yeah, that's what I meant. Warhammer, <laughs> not this. Yeah, this is not. I'm trying is, to think of what I would compare. Like, is it kind of like? Yeah, you're bringing whole armies, dude. Yeah, like Risk. No, Risk is a or something. I mean, it's it's a it's, a, it's two armies yeah, versus like each fucking, other in a battle. You know what I mean? And so it, they they it, can bring from just a little. It feels like Dungeons and Dragons mixed with modern video game style, like a. Um, Gears of War kind of thing, yeah. Or something. Yeah, that's a great way to explain it for yeah. sure. Gears of War's got that good that you know team aspect in, in the later <laughs> later ones, especially when you would do all the online and the various kind of you know mm-hmm. styles of play. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and even just the way some of the characters look, you know, Gears is a great way to look at it. Mm-hmm. You know, or like Overwatch, just like the different objective based. Yep, yep, and um, and, and they got scenarios kind of like that. You know, PvP stuff. Uh, you know, uh, protect the motorcade, right? You know, caravan style scenarios, mm-hmm. that that kind of stuff. You know, they they've got es- scenarios. Escort the payload. Yep, escort and payloads. It's yeah. just just like it. So they they do stuff like that too, and um, you know, you can you move the terrain around, and it always is different different map, different different this. You know, it's the dice. You're kind of stuck to the dice too. <coughs> you can't pay to play to be better. You know what I mean? Like the dice kind of tell you that uh, don't fucking matter. Yeah. You know, no matter you still, how you good still that gotta weapon roll. Is, you still missed. Yeah, and it it kind of brings a little bit more of a non-competitive gaming 
you know, aspect. At least for me, I I I, I liked competitive gaming. I you know sweated out playing video games, right? Yeah. And uh, this is this is much more my speed. The the older I get, I've been playing the new Halo lately. <laughs> oh yeah. God, I you got a, you got a nasty BR, huh? <laughs> a nasty BR, a nasty BR. Yeah, battle rifle. That's that's the one, right? That's the best strap ever. Halo. I guess. Yeah. If there's all kinds of good guns in it, though. Like the newest one, they got like these lightning weapons or electricity weapons. Like there's a lightning sniper where if you if you got like two guys. Standing close enough together, you headshot one, it'll chain over to the next guy and kill him too. Fantastic. Double kills. Yeah. That's pretty dope. I spent a lot of time playing Halo in my early years. Oh, dude. Uh, We used to have LAN parties where, you know, bring everybody who would, we'd fucking pile into my buddy's mom's living room, you know what I mean? And have like, dudes be bringing their TVs and their Xboxes and playing Halo 1. Yeah, you know it'd be like Four. five or six of us. I was all about that duck hunt. Yeah, that's that's your generation of duck <laughs> hunt. Yeah, yeah, my generation <laughs> of duck hunt. No. Like eight oh, big Christmas. I played duck hunt, but I'm, like my first system was a Nintendo. All right? Did you did you catch that eight bit eight bit Christmas? That was great. I remember trying to get the Nintendo. The show, the movie. Yeah, is it a movie? Mm-hmm. It's about this uh, this kid's adventure to uh, to achieve his his goal of, of you know getting the Nintendo the so original. It sounds Almost like a oh Red yeah, Rider, it's, it's, it's it's like a, it's a set in eighty eight. Yeah, it's like a, a Christmas story. Yeah, set in eighty eight is great. It, it threw me flashbacks for sure. Not that I need you know, to watch that. Then I got my shit ran over, but just wanting to play Nintendo, right? And, well, and what it was about. I was pretty young. And I think the first game I remember like ever seeing really was Tetris. And like and then my mom got us a Nintendo and we were playing, you know, Duck Hunt and Mario Three was the big thing. Yeah. That was like right around when Mario yeah. Three came out and we got like the Nintendo Mario Three box box, right. box set, you know. Yeah, and, with the raccoon tail. Yep. Yeah. And uh it was over. See, I was fortunate to get the yeah the Mario Duck Hunt, the combo the ori- pack. like back then in the original. Oh, the and then I didn't probably get any other gaming system until the GameCube later on. Yeah, so I had you, big big gap. Big in jump heart. there. You never had a PlayStation or anything. After the GameCube, I got a PS2. Well, that was because hey. I wanted all the Tony Hawk games. Yeah. And I wanted to play the all the various games there, and GameCube didn't have everything, and then. Uh, now, I mean, I have an Xbox One now. But yeah. <coughs> I've been playing Civilization is what I've been playing. Well, you can start playing Necromunda. You can build yeah. up your settlement here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every Wednesday night, try and, try and throw down, or every every Saturday night, we try and uh, try and play a game or two. Well, you said you go over to, where was it you go to go to play out? So uh, I've pledged my alliance to the Game Crossing in Casper, Wyoming. It's it's very much like picking a football team. I mean, you know, hats yeah. off to the friendly Ooh, ghost and, oh, you know, no. it means <laughs> what it is. But I play the Game Crossing, Okay, you know. and uh, That's the one on second, it's, first, yeah, second it's, first? Yeah, it's like uh, first and David or something like that, you know. And it's it's got the yellow banner, you know, my, my dude. Yep. Uh, they they've, They're cool. 
they used to sell comics there and stuff for a little while. <laughs> I not not it every day. They didn't have any like boxes. But. Uh, they sell that uh, Crisis Protocol now, that Marvel Crisis Protocol. They got guys down there that play that pretty often. That's another it's another it's a, game. It's a board game. It's a miniature board game. Yeah, and it's I mean it's endorsed by Marvel, right? It's it's an actual Marvel game. I mean they release all the miniatures for it. And the miniatures are phenomenal. <coughs> you know they uh, they also do uh, like a Star Wars Legion down there. It's another you know miniature game, right? But Star Wars Star Wars genre and. It's that's a that's very much an army battle tactic kind of thing, but you've got heroes and you know Darth Vader jumping from side to side and choking people out. That'd be sweet. That'd be cool. But game. it's it's a game. You know what I mean? It's a board game, miniature style board game. You know, Crisis Protocols. It's it's pretty nice, man. When it comes to the the characters they release, you know what I mean? And and, and they look good. And the way the game plays, the mechanics are great. You know, it's it's not overpowered for any one person. You know and Hmm. So uh, anybody you know looking into playing board games and miniature games that are in in the Marvel Crisis Protocol, man, it's a phenomenal game. Well, I think uh, I mean, are there a lot of? Do you play with a lot of different people? Or <laughs> I think they got about forty characters out now. I mean, the spectrum too, right? No, I mean, do you, do you play with like? A, are there a lot of players in town with Necromunda? Uh, probably there's there's a handful, a half dozen, you know, people will play and. Um, you know, like I was saying, there's seven billion somewhat people. I mean, exactly. nobody's even heard of small, Necromunda. Small, small group, small, small community. Um, but you know, I was a kid when I saw it, and so you didn't play any other ones other than this, really. No, it's because this it's, seems like one that you would get into after playing, like, yeah, I jumped in. This shit's hard, like, really in depth. So it seems like a advanced, advanced level game that you would yeah, get into later on. It is. It's it's not your beginner miniature board game. You know, it's it's for um, the you know the more uh, weathered weathered board gamer, I guess. Mm-hmm, I don't, you know, best mm-hmm. way to say it, but it's just it's got a lot of rules, and you know everything's thought about and. It takes into consideration, you know, falling, right, or getting shot by whatever. You know, if it's if it's plasma bullets or, or bullets in general or melt a gun, you know, mm-hmm. distances, speed, money, right, settlements, food, right. So, um, you know, it's I'd say it's the closest style action board game that. You know, you would say it's like a video game. Yeah, it very much feels like just playing a, a game just frame by frame. Yeah. You know, like, that's really what it felt like to me when we were playing it. Uh, yep. That one. They, they the released I came two, by. two console games for it. <coughs> Necromunda Underhive, and I think the other one is uh, Necromunda Hired Gun. And it's, um, you know, Hired Gun's a first-person shooter um, you know, so you're just like a bounty hunter in, in the world. Necromunda, you're just running around kind of kicking ass, right? It's uh I'd say like a Duke Nukem. You know, it's not it's okay. It's it's a it's a good game, but multiplayer is non existent and you know, mm-hmm. replayability I would say is probably minimal. <laughs> um and then they did a turn by turn style kind of game that's like the board game, but it just doesn't have the feel. Right, because you're playing a video game, it's slow. 
right? Oh, I'm going to call this shot, and your character's on there, and he's calling a shot, and your probability of hitting and all of it kind of comes into account, and it's just it didn't do very well. But, you know, we'll see. Yeah. I'm sure Games Workshop makes a lot a lot of money. They'll continue their, their console. Well, they should... They should, uh, I well, and here that kind of I was gonna say they should approach Blizzard about making a game, but uh, here's uh, some news about that. Uh, Microsoft is gonna be buying Activision Blizzard, yeah, I saw that. Which, um, <clears throat> it wasn't that long ago that Activision absorbed Blizzard, and now they're gonna be eaten up by Microsoft. I don't think it's like a hostile takeover thing. I think they're happy about it because they were, it's kind of been a sinking ship and WoW isn't doing as well. as They got their golden parachute. Well, they're not the top tier. Like they used to make the best games in the the genres they made games (coughs) in. Their games were always number one. Right. And now they're not they're not at that level anymore. You know what I mean? As far as um, being the best out there. They used to be the best out there. Not so much anymore. Plus, I hear there was a lot of uh, unsavory shit happening in, in the in the studio. You know, a lot of sexist shit and harassment and whatnot. So They got a lot of money, right? <clears throat> well, they used to. Yeah. So, I mean, it used to be, you know, people would kill to work for Blizzard. I mean, that was the place to go if you wanted to be a game designer. Right, because of what, like World of Warcraft back in the day? Yeah, I mean, they were making WoW. They had... um, Activision did, like, Call of Duty, too, right? Well, yeah, Activision... What does Activision... I don't know what they make. What all does Activision or or Blizzard kind of control? Blizzard Blizzard does... um, so you know uh, Diablo, mm-hmm. that's one of their games. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, and that was top of their the dungeon crawler, right? Yeah, that's kind a, of genre, that's whatever. A grind. Um, uh, they did WoW, of course. They did um, uh, what's the one? The just Warcraft, right? Um, I don't know. <clears throat> Overwatch. Oh. And like all these games were, you know, really up there in their genres, if not like the, the number right? number the one game. Yeah, I remember dudes dudes were like getting divorced, right? Their wives were leaving them over. Well, yeah, wow. Well, well <clears throat> my buddy's been people playing. getting married in WoW, people <laughs> getting divorced in <laughs> yeah. WoW, right? Yeah. yeah, my buddy's been playing it for fifteen years. You know what I mean? And oh, yeah. the game's been around for Seventeen, eighteen. He's like that scary cat in Ready Player One. <coughs> no, his, his wife plays with him, so he's oh. it's healthy. That's good. He's not like uh, living <clears throat> in his mom's basement. He does well, he's, right? He's, make make he's love, okay. not Warcraft. He's okay. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? He's not that yeah. guy. No, no, no. I'm sure they make plenty of Warcraft. Yeah, <laughs> but that's not my business, right? <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, we appreciate you coming and showing us this. I know it's a little awkward. I wish we had cameras. It yeah, it it's, it's a little bit easier to. We'll post some photos on, on the Yeah, website. we should get some pictures and, yeah, we'll post yeah, them on. Take uh, some pictures. 
because it's 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 amazing what you did here. It's a, it's a lot of craftsmanship, and you know I can tell. And this is a small passion that you put into that, especially when you tell me you you molded those pieces, those base plates, right? Mm-hmm. And you you collected dirt and stuff. Well, out. this this is not, not that one. That that was version one, right? No, oh, you were one. really putting dirt on. When off. I was, when I, I, was, I like uh, the story of that. So yeah, I'm, I, I mean, can I stick? Can we stick with it anyway? Well, the, the progression of, of terrain <laughs> is is was definitely an event, man. I mean, yeah. like trying to figure out how you're gonna bring that that look of of what the the books and lore give you, because you know every gang has its own book that it teaches you how to, to develop it and it kind of gives you the backstory of who they are and so you, you get these images and and they've got great art i mean <clears throat> they don't they don't waste any money like developing right. their books i mean the books are nice man they've, they've got page yeah they're hardback he's got a couple hardback and <coughs> art and design i mean it's it's they're good stuff so like, like <laughs> dungeon master guy yeah <laughs> de- definitely i mean that, but that's that well, yeah they're like they're book. like the D D modules yeah Back yeah. in the day, kind of. Yep. Yeah. Th- I mean, it's the same thing. Each 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 house has their own codex, mm-hmm. just like you know Warhammer. Each each army has a codex, and this is how you play this gang, and this is what you can do. Mm-hmm. You know. Cool, man. Well. Well, yeah. Hey, it's my pleasure too, right? I'm, I'm yeah, grateful, we- and and I like the page Comic Zone is cool, right? And you know, bless your guys's podcast for sure. But you guys got good content on on. You know, Facebook platform I follow you, so yeah, we Thanks appreciate that, on. man. We uh, always love to hear, you know, when people like what we're doing, because um, we're not entirely sure what we're doing most of the time. What? But we're doing it. <clears throat> yeah. See. Where, well, keep keep. Where am I? Yeah. What? What just happened? <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm I'm grateful. Thank you. So if anybody wants to get a hold of you to play, where they hit you up? Do you, I uh, think I'm on Comic Zone, right? I mean, uh, you know, just find me on Facebook. Not that I have like some cold ass handle or nothing. It's just uh, <laughs> Ben Ledford, right? Yeah, just Ben. That's yeah, just that guy. <laughs> just uh, so you Sweet. know, on on Comic Zone, maybe maybe stock Mike's stuff, you know, or, or bills and yeah. You know, but definitely uh, love to play the game, and you know we can we can play at the game crossing at any, any point if people are interested. And we're trying to roll out a, a campaign here in the in next month or so for for players um, down at the game crossing on Wednesdays, Wednesday nights. You know they got game night down there, so it's open late, right? And you just go down there and use the tables and and play the game and, and get some introduction on what it is if, if people are interested in miniature war games. You yeah, know what I mean? Just go out and check it out. Yeah. See if you something you like. I mean, it seems really fucking cool, man. If I had, if I didn't have enough hobbies already, I would be so into it. But like, this is a whole. It's this is the cheapest games workshop game. Maybe I mean, there's probably an argument. They make a, they make a game called Blood Bowl too. That's uh, it's 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 pretty badass. To be honest with you, it's you know it's like a mix between like you remember um, that old school Sega Genesis game Mutant Mutant League Football. So you guys remember that so. Mutant I, League I Football, so. right? I mean, you had the different teams and and they'd rip each other to shreds on the field, right? And the field had landmines and, and shit like that, right? Uh-huh. And um, <clears throat> but it was fun. It was kind of you know a fantasy football soccer style kind of game. Well, this you know Genesis was more like football, real football, but. I mean, as much as landmines get to real football, um, but Blood Bowl—it's—it's it's pretty simple game. I mean, it's—it's it's probably about 
if you're to get into the game, it's, you know, 50 bucks, 40 bucks for a gang, you know, you know, some supplies, some paint, maybe another 20 bucks. And then to 30, get to get into this thirty to get into them, and then yeah, so to play the game, you know, if you want to page characters or however, right? But it's thirty bucks for a box of model or forty bucks for a box of models, and then um, your house book and then your rule book. Well, it's about one hundred and fifty bucks to play, and that's really all you need, you know, if you you come down and play, right? Sweet, so. and I'm sure they have <laughs> everything you need down there as well, so. Well, most most game stores. So I mean, if you know your allegiance is the Game Crossing or Friendly Ghost, I, I think they, they kind of got much of this game. I have no. No, the, you know anywhere that yeah. carries Games Workshop, I mean, they can order it in for you. Yeah, for uh, sure. The Game Crossing, they they just happen to have it. No, so, not at, I mean at Norse. I don't know if they have. Uh, they got some they Games have Workshop any stuff there. <clears throat> they definitely have Warhammer. They yeah, got a whole so bunch of that. Any anybody that's like endorsed, you know what I mean, through them, then. They can just order you whatever. Mm. You know, it's nice to to touch it and hold it, but it's one of their offshoot games. So depending on which endorsement you have from Games Workshop, if you're moving X amount of product, you have whatever their license. So they'll stock your shelves for whatever it is, but you kind of got to be, you know, in bed with them in in, in a way, right? So Sweet. none of the stores in Casper carry Necromunda stuff except for Game Crossing had some some games, you know, there, but. Or you can just go <laughs> online and order it yourself these days. Someplace. No, no, you can support your local stores. Okay. Mm. Yeah, you can you can go to Game Crossing, you can go to Friendly Ghost and <laughs> drop them some cash. Fuck, sorry, man. Yeah, man, they, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, they got to keep those stores open. Yeah, for sure. You know? No, I totally agree. We, we live in this town, and how many times have you driven by, right? And anybody, you know, to, into those stores. And, hey, dude, we don't give them money. They're not going to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, and then what do you do? Now you now you succumb to the, the monster of Amazon or yeah, or the internet sure. and those those places that you can, you know, go and play games or, or have those you know those relationships with people. You know what I mean? But they're gone. You know, so you know, keep your stores open. Yeah, for sure. That's why I yeah. love. <clears throat> That's a big reason why I started the Comic Zone, and then I well, I reached out once we had a big enough group of people then i started reaching out to comic shops and you know i just like i don't want anything from them other than to just promote their business there and hopefully get more customers that way yeah i mean because like i feel the same way about comic shops is like if we don't buy comics from the shop then there's not going to be comic shops and then we're all reading digital yeah and then 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 you have nothing tangible to hold anymore mm-hmm. you know that was i i think that's uh the most the, the most positive thing about this this hobby that um that i've taken from it in comparison to video games or digital entertainment just, yeah if it be movies or whatever but like I, I can touch that thing like and you're always gonna have those as long as you know, you know it's not like video games hold value anymore right so i mean it's just personal value, I you know something that you have. They'll just take down the server, and you can't play it anymore. Yeah, man, Seriously. you know you're done, right? Yeah. And buy the update or fuck <laughs> off. Yeah, right. So then you know just make board games. I like getting together with people at the table, right? Table table keeps people together. Table keeps relationships together. Well, dude, just 
we're supposed to be doing that kind of thing, being around each other, discussing things just like this, like how we're sitting here Dude, talking to each other. you can stand six foot away and play Necromunda for sure. I mean, well, even in the COVID world. Yeah. It's, it's totally good. Well, the board's big enough to get a big-ass <laughs> table and stay away if, right. if you're that worried about it. But, like, I just think people in general, are we're supposed to talk to each other face-to-face. We're supposed to interact and... We interact too much over social media and online, and it just, I think it's a big cause of most of the anxiety and angst and depression that people have these days. It's like, yeah, there's a lot of great studies out there for that one, dude. No, it doesn't at all. It's it's (laughs) terrible, man. And that's why I I only try to use it for, um, Get rid of the, online multiplayer, the, dude. The podcast. I only try to use it for the podcast and the group. And I really, really try to stay away from the rest of social media. I fail a lot of the time, but I fight the <clears throat> urge to yeah. say anything. Or like I look at memes and I try not to get caught up in the whirlwind of ridiculousness that is social media because. <laughs> Because it's crazy. Uh, it is crazy, it's dude. It's crazy, man. People dude, have social, gotten social way too comfortable crazy. with not getting punched in the face for yeah. talking shit. You got, you got the remedy, Mike? <laughs> no. Huh? I don't got, got it. Shit. That's just it right there. You got the remedy, you ham no, hands. Not anymore. I'm retired. You I'm got old, them. I play board games, dude. Yeah. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I can't fight. You got these crafting hands. I get these crafting hands. You know, I got to keep them, <laughs> keep them nice and supple, soft. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you know we're gonna try and start a campaign and cool. uh, support your local stores, right? And, well, dude, and that's important. When was that again? When are you gonna start it? it? Within the next month, depending on you know how many people are interested, right? And um, you know the the owner is aware. We've been trying to put something together for a while. Um, you know, so within the next month, we'd like to start Wednesday nights at the, at the game crossing. You know, and. Um, there's there's tables available and guys will be down there playing and I might be down with that if it's it's on ga- it's Wednesday night game night down there at the store too so um you know they're always playing board games they got so many so many games down there uh, various shapes sizes and flavors right of, of board games that people come and play and demo you know so you can just go down there and they've got a wall of games to demo and and the dude that runs it Chris he's a good cat um you know he'll help. He helps, you know. He lives and dies that stuff. He's, they're they're game developers themselves. Him and his him and his partners, and they got a couple cool games that people play. And uh, Oscar's Hot Night Out. It'd be you know something. It's an adult game, you know. It's an adult <laughs> yeah. game. But you know they they play games down there, and it's so it, open to anybody. You know, come down, check it out. Sweet. Yep. Well, so, thanks for your time. Yeah, you got anything thanks left, Bill? Where where? So. Since we're at the end here, uh, we want it'd be not, uh, we really want people to give us suggestions. So if you have any suggestions on what we should talk about on the show, yeah, um, where where can they in? get a hold of us, Bill? Yeah, if you're interested in letting us know what you want to hear about, who you want to hear from, NFTs, comic books, MCU, whatever, uh, email us at bill at thecomiczone dot com or Mike at thecomiczone dot com. Sweet. All that stuff's on our website, thecomiczone.com. And hey, convenient uh, how that shit works, right? Yeah, or on Facebook, you can message us there as well on the on the Comic Zone podcast page. Yeah, sweet. All right, guys. All right, thank you. Peace <clears throat> out. Subscribe, like.
Listen, share. Right, Smash right. that like button. 